welcome back to our study again today as we continue to talk about how to live a life of commitment. One of the things that's necessary to do so is to get settled in our minds certain biblical truths. Because if we let those, if we don't understand these biblical truths I'm going to talk about today, then there will be some things that will keep us from really being committed, really being all out. There's an old German proverb that says, to question a wise man is the beginning of wisdom. And that's why we want to go to Jesus today. And that's what the disciples did in Luke chapter 13. Listen to what it says. Now, there were some present at that time who told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. Jesus answered, do you think that those Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered that way? I tell you, no. Unless you repent, you too will all perish. Of those 18 who died when the tower in Siloam fell on them, do you think they were more guilty than all the others living in Jerusalem? I tell you, no. But unless you repent, you too will all perish. Jesus was trying to help them understand the problem of suffering. And if we don't understand the problem of suffering to a degree, then we'll never be able to follow Christ totally because Suffering is a difficult thing to understand. We all suffer. We all experience difficulty. These people said, well, what about those folks that for just seemingly no reason, Pilate, the Roman governor, had killed, and they were making sacrifices, and he had them killed, and their blood mixed with their, the sacrifices they were making. What did they do? Jesus said they didn't do anything worse than anybody else. You see, that's the point. God's fair, life isn't. Evil people produce evil results. And we have to understand that sometimes suffering comes to us as nothing we have done. Now, sometimes we deserve the suffering we get because our sins bring them on. And that's, that's obvious. We get drunk, have a wreck. Well, then that's what, that's what the drunkenness brought on, or so-and-so like that. But much of our suffering has no explanation and that's what Jesus is trying to get across to them here that it wasn't that the people that that the tower fell on and killed they hadn't done anything particularly worse than anybody else and he was saying that you, you got this all wrong because the common belief in Jesus day was that if you suffer you're terribly sinful if bad things happen to you you're doing bad things but that's not necessarily true, and the Bible denounces that idea over and over again. Now, our bad things can bring on suffering. Sin brings on suffering, but suffering is no, not always the result of sin. So it's important for us to recognize that and to keep that in mind as we allow God to direct our lives and show us what he wants us to do because it's important for us to see that we can suffer and still be walking with God. And, and because remember this, and keep this always in mind, God's fair. The world isn't. The devil isn't. People aren't. And so we're going to have unfair treatment, unjust treatment. We're going to experience difficulty. And don't blame God for that because he didn't do that. People did that. Circumstances did that. And there's something else here we've got to understand, and that is, this matter of repentance, he, he emphasized with all of this, he said, now, these people who got killed by Pilate, that happens, but 
I tell you, we all need, you all need to repent or you're going to perish. And the Galileans, he said, they were killed by the tower, but all of us need to repent, Jesus called out to them. He calls for repentance, and he's, he's indicating that that's one of the key features of the walk of the believer. To repent is to change your mind or attitude and change your direction. You see, when we come to Christ, we turn from our sins. We change our mind about Jesus, change our mind about our sins, ask him to forgive us, change our direction, start walking with him. But that's also a key as we live the Christian life. It's a key in everything that we do that daily we repent, daily we confess our sins. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. It's necessary for salvation. It's necessary for our daily walk. You see, some of us don't realize that if we don't, if we don't confess our sins and repent on a daily basis, those sins stand between us and God. It only takes a penny in front of your eye to keep you from seeing somebody. It only takes a few sins in our lives that we don't ever deal with that keep us from walking with God, keep us from bearing fruit for God, keep us from being an effective Christian. So it's important that we recognize that. It's important that we make sure that we do that. Now, Jesus went on and said this. He told this parable. A man had a fig tree growing in his vineyard, and he went to look for fruit on it, but he did not find any. So what did Jesus do when he didn't find any? What did the man do? Jesus said the man, he said to the man who took care of the vineyard, for three years now I've been coming to look for fruit on this fig tree and it hasn't and I haven't found any cut it down why should it use up the soil sir the man replied leave it alone over one more year I'll dig around it fertilize it and if it bears fruit next year fine if not I'll cut it down what is Jesus talking about here in this parable it's the subject of God's goodness you see God is good to us he is he is blessing us this tree was blessed it was in a vineyard. It was cared for by a servant. It was watered. It was fertilized. But it wasn't bearing any fruit. And God said he wants fruit. And the owner of the vineyard said, cut it down. But notice what the, the keeper said. He said, Let's, let me try it one more year. I'll water it. I'll fertilize it. I'll weed it. I'll take care of it. And maybe it'll bear fruit. If it doesn't, I'll cut it down. So, that's what Jesus is trying to say to us. I'm good to you. I'm very good to you year after year. And I want you to let me use you. I want you to bear fruit. I want you to let me be the one who takes your life and uses it in the lives of others. It's interesting that in this story that Jesus told, there's no final answer given. Did the tree produce fruit and survive? Or did it not produce fruit and get cut down? Well, I don't know. You can supply your own answer. Jesus intentionally, for some reason, did not answer this question of whether it bore fruit or not because I think Jesus was trying to say, I've been good. I've done my part. Now I want you to respond. And that's what happens with us. He wants us to bear fruit, and he wants us to let him use us. See, what is the question here is not what happened to the tree, but the question is what will happen to me in my relationship with Christ, if I walk with him, he'll bless me, he'll use me, he'll glorify his life in me, he'll touch other people, he'll make a difference in this world, and God will do great things. 
I hope you have a great day and a great week and bear fruit that Jesus live through you. God bless you. Have a